Hey, welcome to tonight's uh, special presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network right here live in studio. Um, tonight's share um, Foundations of Amuna Part 3. Uh, the email did not accurately describe uh, today's topic. I, I, I changed the number, but I didn't change the topic. Sorry about that. But um, uh, anyway, tonight's topic is, is, is although we're going to start with a little bit of a continuation from next, from last time, um, tonight's topic is is um, building Amuna through Kriyashma. Uh, that's going to actually take us for this week and next week. We're going. We got um, the significance and the importance of Shema and the role that it's played, not just in our lives, but 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 historically, um, how Shema has been in front and center uh, of, of the Jewish conscience. And 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 we're gonna. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. And and again, it's gonna take me more than just tonight. Um, I'm going to to show you that how 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 saying Shema properly and and appreciating what Shema is and understanding what Shema is um, um, is a yisod is a foundation of emuna uh, of of belief. So so that's something that 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 I think that's very very important. Uh, uh, last time um, was before Tisha B'Av. So I, I, I want I want to say that that also just uh, one note on Tisha B'Av as we're in the period of, of Nechama. The whole notion of Tisha B'Av is Amuna. The whole day, the whole day is Amuna. You know, if 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 you think about everything we do, and and those of you that were in shul or heard me tell the stories, so you know, there's some very bad stories. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, our history is replete with very bad stories, uh, and and but yet in every story we somehow feel the, the this Jewish urge to rise above it. But like you, you know, I, I don't know about you. Maybe, maybe it has to do with the fact that my back was bothering me. I was counting minutes till Chatzos on Tisha B'av. I don't care about the fast. I was, the fast ended, and when it ended, it didn't matter to me. But I was counting minutes just to get off the floor. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if it was a. I, I might have been a physical thing because because uh, I could not sit on the floor. Uh, but but certainly certainly the idea that that we have to kind of start to turn back to to normal life. Uh, um, you know, in my in my uh, sports uh, mentality, uh, you know, as I like to say that uh, we're getting ready to move to Nachamu mode. And you know, you know, literally shift the bar uh, uh, down. Uh, it's all about Amuna, because because if if, if we didn't have Amuna, then what are we doing? Why are we fasting? Why are we sitting on the floor? Why are we getting off the floor? You know, you, you know, you know. If you read the story, it's a hopeless story if you think about it. Um, the Holocaust, six million gone. You know, give it up, forget it. But we don't do that. We just don't do that. And the reason is because every one of us believe that this is just a bump in the road to a greater story, meaning meaning that that Amuna is is at the center of our conscience. Even we don't, even we're not thinking about it. It's there. Uh, if you fast on Tisha B'av, you believe you believe that this day is going to somehow turn into a magical day. If you come to Shul for Shabbos Nachum, if you celebrate Shabbos, today was Tuba Av. So, I, so I'm not going to repeat what I said on Shabbos, but but in 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 the long term, but Tuba Av is a day where 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 as 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 uh, as, as as Rashi quotes the Medrash that you know that was the day that nobody died from the sin of the Maraglim. It was a day of re of new opportunity. 
New opportunity. New opportunity means belief that things are going to be better. Um, they were punished in the Midbar and they were told they're going to be stranded in the Midbar. Tuba Av represents the day that that's all behind us. That whatever, whatever bad, whatever bad omens, whatever bad existed, it's behind us. Um, you know, you know, we're coming, we're coming to um, uh, Rosh Hashanah, and I, I know that's uh, hard to believe, but uh, well, what can I tell you? So the Gemara says the following: It's a beautiful Gemara. Um, the Gemara says that Ezra T. Cain Lamley. So it's Gemara at the end of Meseches Megillah, I believe. Uh, yes, Megillah. Uh, the Gemara says that as a tikkun lamli so she korem bebrachos bekolos, you know, b'mishta uh, Torah, you know, before Rosh Hashanah. As well as Masakain that we read what's called the Tolchacha, right? We read Parshas Kisavo, where where Hashem says, if you follow, if you follow me, you're going to be overwhelmed by blessing, and if you don't, Chas Shalom. Uh, you know, everyone, everything that happened in, and I'm not pontificating on why the Holocaust happened, but whatever the Torah describes happened in the Holocaust. Again, I'm not saying, not, I'm not making any theological judgment here. Don't even think I am. If you think I am, I'm not. I, I, that's not my job. Um, but I'm saying, but it, it, it's all it's all there. And the Gemara says, why did why did Ezra make such takana? Kedesh tichla hashana v'kililoseha. He said, if this was a bad year, Gemara says, it's over. This year is over. Now is a new year. Let the new year begin and all and all and all of its blessings. You know what that means? That means new opportunity. That Rosh Hashanah represents new opportunity. Shabbos Nachamu and Tuba'av represent new opportunity and we have to seize that moment and we have to we, we we have to jump on that moment and we have to appreciate the new opportunity that that we're that we're given now if you don't believe if you don't believe in anything so that so then 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 it's all meaningless um but we do believe we do believe what what i'm trying to to show you is that is that even when you go through things, maybe through rope, and maybe you're not focused, um, the entire system, everything we do, is based on the idea of emunah that we have emunah and Hashem. Um, you know, you know. Um, I, I know everybody was excited about the fox, right? Everyone saw the picture of the fox and the harabais. So, um, <laughs> as I told people, I, I, I don't get so. Uh, I don't get so uh, spiritual about these things. Ah, why was a fox there? I don't know. Anyway, Rabbi Akiva said, Rabbi Akiva saw the fox passing through the the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and and everybody cried, not Rabbi Akiva. And and Rabbi Akiva told them, he says that there was a Nevoah, that the Beis Hamidus is going to be destroyed. There was also a Nevoah that we're going to return to the land. And and, a Nevoah, that I, I, I don't care how unzionistic you might be, if you don't believe that's happening in our time, you're completely asleep. Um, it, it, not fully, obviously, but it's happening. I mean, the kibbutz Golios is is happening. The ingathering of the exiles is happening in a level that's that that's unprecedented in in, in Jewish history since the destruction of the base of English. I, I I do think we're in the footsteps of Mashiach. That might it still might take another 250, 300 years, 
but or longer. But 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 I, I think we are. I, I think we are there. I'm saying, but but what Rabbi Akiva saw was he saw the fox leaving, meaning the fox leaving represents. So some sefer I heard this from the bells of dying at 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 the Siyum Shasa like four ago in Madison Square Garden. Um, the, the bells of dying said. Said that that the pshat is is that he saw the Yetzirah. Sahara. He saw, he saw he, Rabbi Kiva saw in the fox the things that 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 represented um, the problems. And he and it says he says what is this? He says he says shul yotze. He saw the fox leaving. He says Rabbi Kiva said ah the fox is leaving. That's the sign. The sign is that the fox is leaving. That means the problems are beginning to go away. And now the process of rebuilding uh, has begun. Uh, um, the, I, I do not believe that there has ever been a more optimistic approach to Jewish history than Rabbi Akiva. Uh, I don't think anyone has ever had a more optimistic approach. Rabbi Akiva saw and understood that Jewish people must be optimistic. Why? But why? Because we believe that Hashem is guiding us, and that, and that's and that's that's very important. Um, we spoke last week about events in Jew- two weeks ago about events in Jewish history that bring out Emuno. So one uh, one one more I wanted to mention tonight because it kind of it, it takes us into Shema. David Amelch, right? So um, those of you who come to the Navi share know my, my great affinity for David Amelch, um, but his heroism begins very early. Right when he fights the great giant Goliath, right? So there was a lot of hesitation. Uh, you know, if you, uh, I'm not going into the whole story again, nobody wanted him to go out there and fight this giant. Uh, 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 I, 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 the odds makers in, the, in in Las Vegas were were not were not were not to get, were, were giving uh, uh, very low odds of him winning. Uh, uh, you know, a two dollar bet was was getting you uh, five hundred to one uh, odds. So you know, this was not a good story. Nobody believed David was going to be able to do what he did. But listen to what he says, and they questioned him. And, and again, I don't know what's the whole story now. But when when he said, "I'll go fight the giant," they questioned him. This is what are you doing? Like, how, how are you? You're a little guy. Uh, you know, you, you know he's uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and uh, you know you want to. You're five foot six. I don't know if those folks. I'm just making it up. But I'm saying, like, 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 like how, uh, how, how, how are you? How are you doing this? Listen, to what he says. It's good, it, but it's such an important story. So it's such an important statement by Yomer David. It's it's Parak Yitzayim Pasuk Lamed Ches in in Sefer Shmuel twelve. By Yomer David. David said. I want to tell you something. It's going to happen. I am going forward uh, now, and this is, and, and I want to make this clear. This is not arrogance. This is complete and total faith. Hashem asher hitzilani miyada ari miyada do. He said, you know, in watching my father's sheep, I had many challenges. The, uh, the lions have come, and the bears have come, and they've tried to attack the sheep. And I've defeated them convincingly. No problem. Why did I why did I defeat them? Because I had Siata Dishmayan, because I had help from heaven. Again, again, and now, now, now those who come to the Novi should know that I that I my strong emphasis on Novi is message 
for all times. If it's not a message for all times, it's not written down. And I don't mean every detail. I mean the, the basic story. So David Amelik said, you want to know how I, how I watch my father's sheep? You want to know how I protect it from the lion and from the and, and from the uh, and from the uh, the bears? Hashem helps me. Siata deshmaya. Because when I see them coming and, and I'm not afraid to attack them, I know Hashem is with me. Who yatsilani miyada plishteyazeh? He said, "I'm going to tell you. I will tell you what's going to happen." God, who has protected me until now, is not going to let me down now. And you know why? So why? How, what right does David have to say this? So the answer is, when you know it, you could say this. <laughs> That's my answer. But I'm saying, what, what, what right did he have this? Because David didn't look at this as his moment to shine in, in, in the spotlight. David, 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 David saw this as a, as a moment to protect the Jewish people. And he says, and he said, Hashem is not, doesn't matter if it's me or somebody else, Hashem will not let us down because my job is to protect the Jewish people. And, and already, I, I mean, you know, again, I pointed this out in the Novi share. These are the seeds uh, of greatness that, that are being planted right in front of our eyes as you read through the Novi. Listen to the words. He doesn't give him a bracha. Hashem should be with you. Shaul says, Hashem Hashem will be with you. What's going on here? Because David comes to the camp and he says, there's only one way to defeat a plishti. Not, we say it every morning, they're coming with a sword. They're coming with a with a with a with a with a horse. Vanachdu, b'shem Hashem We come in the name of God. We're here to protect the Jewish people. David says to Shaul, "We're here to protect the Jewish people." And you know, Shaul responds, "Message received. Hashem will be with you. Hashem yihi yehimach." It's amazing. It's it, it's just it's just amazing. Complete and total faith. And we know the end of the story. That was tremendously successful. He does the under, he defies the odds makers. That's our story. And the Novi is telling us that that's our story. Hashem Yihiyah Imach. Now, now, What's the scary part of the story is this is the middle of a crisis. You know, the entire fate of the Jewish people are being challenged. We, on the other hand, well, although I do think we live in challenging times for our people, but I'm saying, but day to day, I don't think we still feel challenged or threatened. Now, what, what are we supposed to do? So how, how do we get to the level of David Amela? What was David Amela teaching us? David Amela is, is teaching us. Now, when he talks about the bear and the lion, he's talking about his everyday life. He's not talking about this moment where he's the where he's the Mashiach Yisrael, where he's the where he's where he, where he's where he's the representative of all the Jewish people, where the Jewish people are being threatened, and 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 David knows that Hashem is not going to let the Jewish people be threatened, and he's going to be victorious. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what he says. He says, 
I don't, this is not, although this will be a magical moment, no doubt about it, but I've had many magical moments. Why? Because I, I understand how the world works. The God of Israel protects the world. So how, how do we engender this in ourselves? So I, I want to, so, so I, I want to talk about Shema. And, and, and again, let's get, I'm not going to finish this tonight. Because uh, it's too much here, but I, I just want to give you some insight into Shema. Then I want to talk. I want to talk about Shema itself next week, and, and then the, and then the last two weeks we'll talk about davening, davening in general, and and davening specific things that we ask for. Uh, how how, how do we behave? I have worked on my davening. I, 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 I'm I'm going to tell you honestly. Uh, one of the great things that Art Scroll has printed is that interlinear sitter where every word in English is under the word in Hebrew. I know a lot of people open up and say, it gives me a headache. I, I thought that was originally. It is brilliantly printed because the if you don't want to look at the English, the words of davening are three times the size of the words in English. So you could just, it's, it's, it, it's a very well laid out sitter. I recommend everyone buying it uh, and using it every day. Every day. Rabbi Pesach Krohn says that it's important that a person has a sitter that he uses every day. That everyone, yes, shuls provide sedurim. No, we're not saying we're going to stop that. But but everyone should have their own personal sitter. Uh, Rabbi Krohn actually suggested that people underline things in their sitter, make themselves notes in their sitter. I don't know, it'll go that far. But but um, but it's important to have a sitter that has meaning to you. And and and, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know I, I'm, we're gonna talk about that that aspect as well uh, of having of having. You know, meaningful davening and meaningful, because uh, because as, as we're gonna as we're gonna as I'm going to bring out the ultimate connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu comes with the sitter, and 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 the sitter and and there's a reason why the first thing we do every day is daven. Uh, I know there are people who learn before they daven, but even though even then they have to say brachas before they before they learn. First thing we do in the in the in, in the morning is daven, because because that sets the tone for the entire day. If we don't if we don't if we value that sitter. And we see the importance of the sitter. The day is just a different day. It's just a different day. I I, I have made every effort this summer to say every single word. I try to say it. Sometimes I fall behind. Uh, sometimes my, my people in Shul are nice to me and they wait for me, particularly on Shabbos, um, even though I never ask them to. And, and if they don't, that's okay too. Uh, but 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 those words are are so crucial and so important. Those words were carefully. Uh, uh, crafted and, and and they have to mean something to us every day. So we're going to talk about how to make this meaningful and how and how to show that 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 our, our, the strength in our tefillah is our is our faith in Hashem. Gemara asked the following question: It's a Mishnah, at the beginning, of the second parak of Brachos. If you look at Shema, the structure of Shema, right? What's the structure of Shema? We say Shema and Ahavta, right? That's one paragraph. That's that was last week's parsha. Right? Uh, if you're paying attention to Kriya Satora, Shema and Ahavta was last week's parsha. Um, this week's parsha, Akev, is Vehaya im Shamoa. Between Shishi and Shvi, uh, we say Vehaya im Shamoa. That's, that's part of the lady. The parsha of Sitsis, the parsha of Sitsis is, is in Shlach. So if I was constructing it, I would say the parsha of Sitzes should come first, 
followed by Shema, followed by Yom Shema, because that's the order that it appears in the Torah. However, however, that's not how it ha- that's not how it is. So the question is, why is that? So, so that question was already dealt with in the Mishnah in the beginning of the second parak of Brachos. Amar Rabbi Shua ben Karchum said, Rabbi Shua ben Karchum, Lama Kadma Parsha Shema Levahayim Shemoa. Why, why do we say first Shema and Ahafta followed by Hayayim Shemoa? So he says like this. He says, our first responsibility before you can do anything, before 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 you 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 can you you can do anything, is you have to you have to accept Shema. Uh, you have to accept Hashem as the king. That's the first thing because not, not nothing else uh makes sense. If you don't, if you don't accept Hashem as the King, after that, once you accept Hashem as the King, you 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 rec- you recognize that the way to approach Him is through mitzvahs. So one, see one one of the uh, one of the great things, which really shows how our system works, Hashem understood, and and, and uh, I I was told that it's a Ramban. On the Mishkan, I never found this one, but but, but I know it's out there somewhere. Um, we can't live abstract lives, right? Uh, living an abstract life is is just not not possible. We need concrete. So so in order in order to make things in order to make things concrete. Um, so 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 the Mishnah in Mako says, "Ratzal Kodesh Baruch Hu Zakos Es Yisrael Lefika Hirba Lehem Hashem wanted to bring merit upon the Jewish people. The, uh, um, so therefore, he gave us many mitzvahs. What, what's shot in that Mishnah? The, the the answer is that the more we have to do, the more we're connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. The less we have to do, and the more we're 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 left to our own kind of uh, devices, the more challenging it is to come up with a uh, with a connection. So, so therefore, therefore, says says the Mishnah. Now, so if, if we're makabo om so it's not enough just to say Hashem is the king. The second step is to do the mitzvahs, and then and then and then the, then you have a parsha of of, of sitzis, which which talks about itzias mitzrayim. He doesn't say that in the Mishnah. He says He says first you have mitzvahs in general, and then you have then you have categories of mitzvahs. But really, the real reason we say the third parsha is, is because it, it mentions Yitzias Mitzrayim, which we'll, we'll discuss soon. Writes the Orach Hashulam, and, and and really he, he gets to, to the crux of Sarak Likros Kriyashma Bikavana. We have to say Shema with tremendous Kavana, Be'ema with with a sense of fear, Yira with reverence, Beretach Vizea, Vare Melech Vare Melech Basar Badam. He said, he said, he said, says it's it's a parable to a king who sends who sends his message to, to the uh, uh uh you know, hear ye, hear ye. Uh, you know, he gathers all the people together and and, and he sends out and he sent and he sends out an edict. And, and in and in the and in the edict. 
He said, you know, everyone, he says, these are the rules, uh, you know, these are the new rules for those of you who want to live in my kingdom. And he says, how, how does everybody stand? They stand with a sense of awe and reverence, listening to every word because they don't want to upset the king. They want to follow the king's rules and not get into trouble. So, so writes the Aruch HaShogon, same thing with Hashem. Kol yom that every day we're supposed to view our connection to him as something new. And, and that we should have a great sense of love. He says that we that we that we should that we should have in mind when we say Shema that we were forging a love connection with a Kodesh Baruch Hu by accepting the mitzvah. So by accepting him as as, as king. That says the Aruch Hashulchan is the goal of of saying of saying Kriyashma. It's all about uh, it's, it's all about connection. Um, now, now I mentioned on Shabbos. Uh, see how many people here on Shabbos. Some of you, some of you might have heard me. Some of you did not. Um, I, I'm, again, I'm not going to say the whole drusha again. But there's a be- there's a beautiful vort that I said over on Shabbos. Um, if you look at Shema, it, it says. And, and these words, should be on our heart. In the middle of talking about our responsibilities of of Kabbalah, of accepting Hashem as King, we talk about teaching it to to our children. So the question is, it's out of order. It should have said, it should have listed all our responsibilities, and then after that. I should have said, oh, by the way, you should teach it to your children. So, so the word I said on Shabbos is that passing on the message of, of accepting Hashem as the king and having emuna in Hashem is part of It's part of Kabbalah. If it's only about me, Avram Avinu, Hashem said, I, 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 I put my full trust in Avram Avinu. Why? Because I know that Avram Avinu is going to pass on the message to children and generations to come. And that's why I have such faith in Avram Avinu. That was Avram Avinu's mantra, that, that it wasn't enough that he discovered Hashem. It, 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 is, it is that he, that, that message must resonate for, for, for generations and generations to come. That's Pshad and Shema. How, how, how do you know if you're Makabu or Mahusamai? How do you know? Hey, okay, it's very nice. We cover our eyes, we think about it. I, I mentioned on Shabbos, the Allah of covering your eyes. Uh, it, it's all very nice. But how do you know it's effective? And the answer is if you pass it on, if you say to your children, listen, this is what I'm doing my whole life. This is what I've spent my whole life doing. I've spent my whole life forming a connection to a Kaddish Baruch. And again, and again, I, I know that a lot of people think that, that that it means you're in a deep thought, a deep meditation. Well, anyone who knows me knows I'm not in a deep thought or even a deep meditation ever. So, so um, it's not true. It's not true. Our daily life and our daily existence. If if we stop for thir- for for twelve seconds before we eat, and we make a bracha. We're, we're making a statement that that we have a connection to Hashem. If we if we daven three times a day, uh, and certainly if we go to shul three times a day. Uh, you know, you know, we're we're making these like little statements. If you're on this year tonight, you're making a statement that 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 these concepts are uh, are 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 very are very are very important to you. 
and, and that's what it's all about. And that's what that's why that's why Vishinantam Lufanecha to teach to teach the children is an essential part. It's not an afterthought, it's it's part and parcel of the message of of Shema. And 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 that's really that's really the mission statement, and that's what the uh, and that's what the Orach Hashulchan says. Now, so so now, what's the first time? What's the first time in the Torah we come across Shema? Um, so there's a strange story. It's really a strange story. Uh, no matter how you shape it, Yaakov Avinu comes to Mitzrayim, right? Yaakov Avinu comes to Mitzrayim. Why? Because the brothers come back to him and say, oh, Yosef died. That Yosef is still alive. And Yaakov is very excited. He says, you know, I'm going to go before I'll die. I'll be able to see him. Fabulous. Okay. You know, he hesitates in Beresheva and Hashem says, you got to go. Okay. Whatever. He comes and the Torah tells us, Yosef comes, sees him, and falls on his father's neck. It means he embraces him, right? Rashi points out a strange thing. Rashi says, it doesn't say that Yaakov returned the favor. Like you would think at this magical moment of time that, ya- that Yaakov lived so many years waiting for this moment. You would think that 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 Yaakov was like, wow. No response from Yaakov. Why not? Isn't this it wasn't this the whole point of the trip? So so Rashi quotes a medrash. At that moment in time that he went to meet Yosef, Yaakov Avino was saying Shema. Are you kidding? You waited 22 years for this moment. An entire 22 years of your life, which is spent crying, is now over. There's been vindication. Old Yosef Chai. You're saying Shema? Why don't you get up five minutes earlier and say Shema? So what's going on here? Why was Yaakov saying Shema at that moment? So there's a, 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 a tremendous, tremendous vote from the from the Maral. The Maral says the following. It's in if you have the um, the Gurari Al Torah, it's in the it's in the safer on this Pasik. It's Perak. If you want to look it up, Perak Memba Pasikov Test. It's a, it's a, it's in the, the Gurari. This is what he says. Yesh Ladas. He says, We have to try to understand, says the Maral. In Yang Kriashma, Shahaya Kore Kashaber Yako, Viraas Yosef Vino Mela. Viraas Yosef Vino Mela. He says, We have to understand what what was the place of Shema? Why was it that Yako was reciting Kriashma at the moment that he comes and he sees his son Yosef and he sees that he's the king? So, so writes the Maral, he says, when, when he sees that he's the king, Ba'elav ahavaso 
v'yurasel shel hakadosh baruch hu. Ech midosav him tovos u'shleimos u'mishalim sachar toli re'ov. You know, you know, what did it mean when when they when Yaakov said old Yosef Chai? Because what happened? We know we know the measures. The Yosef sent wagons back to back to Yaakov. And, and why did he send wagons? Because because we know that they were they were learning learning in the midst of Egla Rufa. I need to go into what Egla Rufa. Anyway, Agala, which is a wagon, is the same word as Egla. And I get into what the mitzvah is. It doesn't matter. It's not that important right now. But anyway. So Yosef sent a message that not just that I'm alive physically, I'm alive spiritually. That whatever, whatever, whatever you tried to teach me, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still living the dream. And when Yaakov comes and sees that he's the king, and he sees, he sees that what Yosef has become, and it says, it says a tremendous love and fear of a Kaddish Baruch Hu entered his mind. How, how the Midos of a Kaddish Baruch Hu are great and whole, and and Umeshalem Sachar told the Rea, and he and he rewards those that fear him. V'zeo Midos HaChasidim Asher Yikre Lehem Tov Mehadvarim Ela Kaddish Baruch Hu Ela Tovos Uveemes Sheosa Yimachem. And this, this represents a Midos of Chasidus, that we that when 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 we see our Kodesh Baruch Hu does good things to him, we you know you know you know we 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 reach out in our Korasato. V'zehu kriya shema shebo v'zecher yichud malchus shemayim ba'avosel. He said, and that's what shema is all about. V'roi hayalikros kriya shema kashavai love v'achar atzara gadol asher hayalo v'avuro. Uh, the Maral says when Yaakov saw what Yosef has become, he was eternally grateful to Kaddish Baruch Hu. There was a, a spirit of love and fear of Kaddish Baruch Hu that entered his mind and, 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 and his reaction to what he saw. And he saw that Yosef is still, is still Yosef, is still Yosef at Tzadik. And, 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 and I, I don't need to tell you, you know, uh, the feeling of a father who sees that his son has become the king of, of uh, uh, the most, you know, the second most important person of the entire universe, um, and 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 Yaakov saw it all as hashkacha protest. He said, "This only way to understand what happened is to look up to heaven, to thank the heaven above." And he said, "He said," and Yaakov was inspired. To be makabel omalchusamayim, to accept Hashem's gift, because in Yaakov's understanding, the only way to understand this entire story is faith in Hashem, and and, and Yaakov felt that he had to express it dafka at that moment. No, two minutes earlier when he didn't see him, or five minutes later after they embraced, didn't make sense to him. Yaakov Avinu saw that moment of time as the moment. And 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 that's what the Maral says. He said he said he says Bavor Raal so Melech Haya Oeva Kadosh Baruch Hu Asher Oselo Ze Vikibel Machuso Avaso Viyurasa Vizeh Nachol Menaven. He said the magical moment says the Maral requires us to focus where it all comes from, and not by chance do I arrive at this spot. Chag Hasukos is called Zman Simchasenu. You know why? Because it's the end of harvest season. There are other reasons, but I'm, I'm, I'm picking on that one. It's the end of the harvest season. It's the time where, 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 where we look in our field or we look in our house and we see the abundance of blessings that Kodesh Baruch Hu has brought upon us. And we say thank you. 
That's what Yaakov, and Yaakov Avinu said the vehicle to thank Hashem is Kriyashma. That if you say Kriyashma Kavana, if you say, I know you're the king, and I know, and I know in, in Vahayayim Shamoa, if I do the mitzvahs, you're going to reward me. Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem says Rashi, Naman Lashalim Scharto, Lemishalchem Lufanov. We're getting a Pashas for Era. Ani Hashem, when we say in Shema, Ani Hashem, Elokechem, we know that you are loyal to reward those that, that follow in your ways. Yaakov Avinu taught us that, that, that the ultimate way to express our connection to Hashem, our faith in Hashem, our belief in Hashem, our understanding that Hashem has brought us to this point is by saying Shema. And that's why Yaakov said Shema. But he wasn't done. Uh, one more message for, from Yaakov and uh, we'll stop, we'll continue next week. Um, Kamar tells the following story about Yaakov. Now, now tur turn turn the clock 17 years ahead. Okay? This story I just told you was at the beginning of Yaakov arriving in Mitzrayim. Now let's turn the let's let's turn the clock 17 years ahead, right? You know, like in a movie, like you know, many years later, right? 17 years later, right? You ever see the natural? Um, right? The movie happens, and then and then the next part of the movie is many years later, right? Anyway, um, so so um Yaakov is on his deathbed, right? He's what he's what those of you who learned Dafyomi, he was in the status of what's called a shkhmira, right? He was coming to, to the end, end of his life. He calls in all his sons and he wants to tell them, he wants to give them hadrach. He wants to tell give them a bracha and he wants to tell them what he wants to eat. You know what he wants to do? And it's really an amazing concept. He wants to he wants to tell each child what their role is. What is your contribution to Klal Yisrael? Your job, I'm going to die, he tells them, and your job is to build Klal Yisrael. Your job is to march them to Eretz Yisrael, build the base of Migdash, and and, and, and make sure that that there and that everyone should see that that the name of God rests upon the Jewish people. So that's what Yaakov was, was preparing for. Maybe not immediate. Obviously, there was a period of, of difficulties in Sheba Mitzrayim, and, and they had to come out of Mitzrayim. Understood. But Yaakov wasn't talking to them for the immediate future. Yaakov was talking about the, about the big plan, the long-term plan. What happens? Ratzah Yaakov, this is where I'm talking about, Ratzah Yaakov, the Gala Yisessa Kings. So he said, you know what? I'm going to tell you the whole story. Not only am I going to tell you your contribution, but I'm going to tell you when Mashiach is going to come. All of a sudden, Hashem's presence left him. And he couldn't remember. Yaakov Avinu is absolutely distraught. He says, what's going on here? What's happening here? What's, what's going on? Is it possible that maybe my children are not worthy of this? Maybe one of my children are not worthy of this. And something magical happens. Together, all of his children yell out, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Yaakov looks up and says, Wow. Mission accomplished. I built Shifte Ka. I'm leaving behind God's tribes. These are them. These are who they are. Baruch Shem Kavod 
blesses his name and his kingdom forever and ever. He says that silently, and that's why we say it silently. What's going on here? What, what does it mean? They said Shema. So they so so what 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 they what what Yaakov taught them and what they now were demonstrating is Shema as a precedence for the future. It's the it's it's the symbol of of truth. It's it's the it's the symbol of the entire destiny of the Jewish people. Shema is the rally call. Shema is the way we rally around Hashem. Yaakov Avinu had doubts in his children for a moment. And they said, no, my father. Shema Yisrael. Yisrael is Yaakov here. No, 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 our father. There's no doubt. We know who's the Boreolam. We know who we have to connect to. We know that there's only one road to make, to build what you're leaving behind. To make the shift take car into Am Yisrael, there is only one road. And that road travels through having faith in Amunah and Hashem. We mentioned last week, when Moshe comes, it says, Vaya'amein ha'am. It doesn't say, Vayishma ha'am. Vaya'amein ha'am. People believed. There was belief. And this, and this moment, well, it didn't really start at this moment in Yaakov's life, but this was, this was the next, this was the, the transition from Yaakov to the next generation, which is a generation that eventually has to come out of Mitzrayim, started with the word Shema Yisrael. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Yaakov taught that Shema is your rallying call, and, and when things seem questionable, always say Shema. And that's what Yaakov Avinu taught. So in summary, Shema is essential in our lives. Shema is the rally call for faith in Hashem. That if a person, if a person truly, if a person truly understands, Yaakov understood that that when things happen in life, we have to we have to turn to Hashem and say Shema. When good, especially when good things happen in our lives, we have to turn to Hashem and say Shema. We'll we'll talk about next week um, how how when, sometimes when bad things happen, we also have to turn to Shema. But when we daven tomorrow morning and we say Shema. We have to realize that 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 we're not just we're not just connecting ourselves to Hashem, which is certainly a critical thing. We are we are, we are connecting to thousands of years of Jewish tradition, and 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 the message of, of our Jewish tradition is to have faith in Hashem. And the way we have faith in Hashem is number one starts with us. We say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Elchad. But then, as the Mishnah and Sukkah says, once your child starts to speak, you teach him to say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Elchad. Because we're passing on that legacy that that somehow Shema plays this central role in 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 helping us build our faith um, in, in in Hashem. Um, it, it's getting a little late. Um, that I, I have a lot more to say. I said it's not going to be over this week uh, on this topic. Uh, I want to continue talking about how Shema plays this essential role in building our faith in Hashem and how so many people um, it's made a difference um, in their lives and uh, and and that it has to make a difference in our lives and the life and the li- and the lives of our children. And Mr. Shem, uh, we we should achieve the level of Yaakov Avinu and his sons um, in our in our recitation of of, of Shema. Okay, we're going to stop here for tonight.
It was getting late. Um, 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 next week, Mr. Shem will be part four. Uh, we'll continue uh, with the topic. I will put up the podcast for anybody who missed it or wants to listen to it again. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining. I appreciate it. Uh, and and I, I hope uh, hope uh, hope I gave you some little words of inspiration to to going forward. As again, we we, we creep up on those days called Yom Kippur that we should we, we should be inspired now and not wait till till Neiwa on Yom Kippur, and, and that we should begin our 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 movement towards Rosh Hashanah uh, with with these concepts in our heads, and, and that it should we should think about it and we should inspire us to reach those 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 highest levels. Okay, have a have a great night, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on next week at at the same time. Um, and anyone who missed it wants to listen to the podcast, so I'll put it up there. Okay, take care, everybody. Have a good night.